Welcome to the Kinetic Seas Business AI Podcast, where we discuss using artificial intelligence in your business. My name is Ed Honor, and I will be your host. In today's episode, this is going to be the first of my 2024 predictions for artificial intelligence. I'm going to title them The Good, The Bad, and The Ugly. My guess is the ugly is probably going to take more than one episode, but today we're going to be talking about the good. So in 2024, I think we are, we are looking at a lot of really good things happening in artificial intelligence. Now, number one, LLMs are going to inv- advance in big ways. And a lot of that is thanks to the big players, OpenAI, Google, Meta, Microsoft, Salesforce, Tesla, and then even uh, the government is starting to get into large language models. <clears throat> I want to thank OpenAI for this because large language models are based on a paper called Attention is All You Need that was written in 2017. And LLMs were pretty much under the radar. They, people have been working on them since 2017. Uh, I read a paper just recently that was written in 2020 talking about hallucinations in uh, ChatGPT2. So LLMs have been around. Uh, people have been working on them for you know five years or so. But the reality is, if it wasn't for OpenAI and in a lot of ways Microsoft releasing ChatGPT, we never would have known about it. And because ChatGPT got released in November of 2022. All of 2023 was this mad rush to get into AI. And a lot of people who weren't taking AI seriously um, started getting into artificial intelligence. And it progressed more, I think, in this one year than it probably had in the last five years. Now, that's not necessarily technical advancements in the last year because, uh, you know, I've been working with it for quite a while now, and we were using convolutional neural networks. We're doing current neural networks. Data science has been around for years, machine learning. But LLMs kind of took over the world thanks to OpenAI and ChatGPT. What happened is the masses realized that there was a use for artificial intelligence, and it really, they really brought it to the people. So even though you know Google and Meta were both training large language models at the same time, um, it was really OpenAI that opened everybody's eyes to what LLMs could do. And now that ChatGPT4 is out, you can see just the crazy things that large language models and artificial intelligence can do in general. We're now starting to see it. So my number one prediction for... 2024 is that now that people know what LLMs are and they've got a lot of attention, uh, researchers like myself can't just sit back and take our time and, you know, work on things kind of at a leisurely pace. Uh, Now the market is expecting all these revolutionary things to happen really fast. And if you don't start, you know, if you're one of these big players and you don't start, you know, getting with the game, uh, there's, you know, you're going to get left behind. And so these big players in artificial intelligence are now seeing that they have to deliver things. And, you know, they all kind of have their own niche. Now, OpenAI released ChatGPT, and they've released that as a software as a service model. Now, whether that is going to work out for them in the long run is still to be determined. Uh, I have my doubts 
that if you're looking at something like a software as a service model with something as big as ChatGPT4, I, I, I kind of have the feeling that it's going to be more expensive to run than the value that it's going to produce for the average person. Now, personally, I get huge benefits, huge uses out of ChatGPT4. I mean, I pay $20 a month, and I use it almost every day. I use it to help me write code. I do research papers with it. You know, it's really great. And, and this, but is the software as a service model going to be it? Now, that's the niche that OpenAI took. Now that we have Google has re released BART, that's really, really awesome. Meta, Meta did things a little bit different by releasing Llama 2 as an open source foundation model. Now, uh, you know, if I'm thinking of every time I'm in a, a conversation about artificial intelligence, we're not talking about open AI. We're talking about Llama 2. You know, are we going to use the 7 billion model? Are we going to use the 13 billion model? Are we going to use the 35 or the 70 billion model? How are we going to train it? Are we going to train it? Are we going to fine tune it? You know, are we going to train our own model kind of using the same algorithm that Meta used? Meta, because they released their Llama 2 as an as an open source foundation model, um, all these people who normally wouldn't be in the industry are now jumping in. So they're all approaching it differently. Now, Tesla and Salesforce kind of have no idea what they're doing. I just know that they're working on artificial intelligence. I'm sure that what they're going to do is going to be big. So LLMs, my number one prediction is we're just going to see huge advancements Fairly predictable advancements, you know, because you're just making your models bigger and better. You're coming up with different ways of training them. And, you know, that's really exciting as to what we're going to be seeing with um, large language models in 2024. Now, my number two prediction is that businesses are going to start using artificial intelligence as part of their workflow. Now, this is going to be great for businesses. There's, it's really exciting for businesses. I just want to caution businesses that you really need to work on this and be evolutionary, not revolutionary. The idea, especially in 2024, where everything is so new, it's rapidly changing. Everything that you're working on today might be obsolete in a year. You have to look at this as something that you want to start putting into your workflow, putting it into your business processes but with the understanding that the model you're using today probably won't be the model you're using next year, might not even be the model you're going to use in six months. So, but getting your business ready to use artificial intelligence is really, I think well, this is my prediction for 2024. I'm not sure how many businesses are going to get these revolutionary or these big new AI models really into their daily workflow, but they're going to start moving in that direction. If they're cautious they're make, and make a good, sound business decisions about where artificial intelligence fits into their business, I think they're going to be able to make some really great moves on it. Again, evolutionary, not revolutionary. But some of the places I predict that you're really going to start seeing artificial intelligence is in workflow management, using artificial intelligence to read your emails, classify your emails, do things like a sentiment analysis. If I read a, if an email comes in, determining the priority of that email, you know, do I need to handle that right away? Who do I need to route that to? Can I, can I use my AI to determine, is that email hostile? Is it a thank you email? Are they asking for something that's fairly simple that I can just, that AI can respond to? You're not we're not talking about taking 
AI in a case like that and just changing everything. We're talking about using it to enable processes that the people at your company are already doing. It's, it's improving your customer service and improving the work product of your business. And in, in 2024, that's really where I expect to see a lot of really good things for business to come with your artificial intelligence. It's still really early. Don't start projects with thinking, if I'm going to start a project in January 2024, I'm going to have something revolutionary by June. That's pretty unrealistic. But you start, you've got to start thinking about how AI is going to affect your business and how you can use AI to get benefits for your existing business. As much as, you know, maybe you're a tech company and you want to get into the AI business, that is a, you know, that is a, a, an endeavor that is wrought with landmines. Um, trust me, I know I'm there. It is definitely something that um, the reason we're called kinetic seas is you don't go where you want to go. You go where the sea is going to take you. So, um, but in 2024, 2024 is going to be a big year for moving forward with artificial intelligence. Now I'm thinking we're going to see businesses starting to adapt large language models, whether you're using chat GPT and integrating chat GPT in what you do. Or whether you're taking, you know, maybe the Llama 2 model, maybe you're taking a 7 billion parameter mo- Llama 2 model and you're doing some fine tuning on it so that it learns something about your business. And then you've got, you've got your own trained model in your business that can, that can help with customer service. Again, don't just, train a, don't just train a model because you want to train a model. Train a model because you've got something that you want to do. So maybe, let's say you're a human resources company and you need to have a model that knows everything about human resources and knows everything about your policies and procedures at your business. You know, that's where fine-tuning a model comes in. And that's something that you already know is going to work. We, you know, we, we've seen that. We've seen people take a base model like the Llama 2 model, train it to teach it things about a specific business, and then create something better than the base model or the foundation model that you get off of Hugging Face. So that's one area, you know, creating your own internal uh, large language model. Another area is just the creativity with a large language model, helping it write, you know, giving, uh, letting ChatGPT or one of the other models write your first draft of something. Now, I personally don't like the way uh, ChatGPT writes. I, I read sometimes the stuff that I get out of ChatGPT for and go to, and say to myself, who writes like that? I don't, I don't quite get it. I've asked ChatGPT to help me write some legal stuff. I said, even when I say write this as an attorney, it writes it like it's, it's writing a, a fiction book or something. So, but it really does give you a good ideas of things that you might want to put in your letter or your document or something that you're writing. Another area is audio and video. Um, creating, you know, the, the, there's a lot of models out there for text-to-voice. And then there's another one that we've used called voice-to-lips, where you're actually taking, you do this in kind of a couple of steps. You, you write some text, and then you let, a large, then you let an audio uh, text-to-voice model record audio in a lot of different voices. You can even train your CEO's voice, you know, train your model to talk like your CEO or somebody in your business. And then you take the text and you create audio out of it. And then you could actually make videos out of it. 
you know, that's, a, that's an area if you've got a ton of training videos that you need to do in your business and you realize that creating these training videos gets expensive over time. And it also means that people in your organization who are, aren't necessarily the best communicators, you know, maybe they write really well and maybe they research really well, but they're not the person you want to put on a video. So, you know, audio models, video models, um, classification models again, you know, so there's just so many things that you can do. Now, one of the things that AI has done for businesses is it's opened their eyes to other parts of data science and machine learning. You know, you don't have to jump all the way to artificial intelligence on your first um, endeavor with AI. Things like log logistic regression or decision trees or, or stuff that's really been around for 10 years that, that there's just been people at a lot of organizations that have just been, you know, they kind of sit in the back room and they, they create these um, decision tree models or they, they create data science models and learn. They're called knowledge workers, I guess is the right term for it. They're, they're the people who... You know, they use what we now call artificial intelligence, but it's really data science and machine learning to learn more about your business and help you make decisions. So um, it's going to be great in 2024 because businesses are really going to be able to see what some of these benefits of data science, machine learning, and artificial intelligence are for their business. So I'm pretty excited about number two. You know, we're going to start seeing businesses adopt it, not necessarily just the businesses that want to go into artificial intelligence, but your normal everyday business, your construction companies, your logistics companies, your human resources companies. There's just so much you can do with artificial intelligence. And my number two prediction is we're going to see this really start to take off in 2024. Okay, number three. Number three is I am predicting that in 2024, there are going to be some surprises in AI. Now, I don't know what they are. I, I have absolutely no idea. But I got to tell you, I was pretty darn surprised at the end of 2022 when ChatGPT popped out. I mean, I literally was working in the industry. I was taking classes, you know, continuing education classes in artificial intelligence and machine learning. And GPTs never came up. Large language models never came up. And then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, there was a large language model, and it was based on a paper that was written in 2017. So one of the things I've been doing lately is I've been trying to predict what the next surprise is going to be. And I can tell you, I really don't know what it's going to be. It might be something, you know, there was uh, some rumors about something called QSTAR, uh, which is a uh, which is kind of a, a tree of thought kind of model where you're actually teaching your artificial intelligence to kind of think and reason out solutions to problems, kind of based on the way that a human thinks. Um, tree of thought is just one of the algorithms. So there's a bunch of papers out there. I've been trying to find papers. There's just so much stuff has been written on AI that we don't know who's working on what because, you know, they're keeping it, they're keeping it pretty uh, under the, the radar as far as who is working on what. So, but I can, I can be pretty sure that there is going to be a surprise or two in 2024. And, you know, this goes back to my warning for businesses that are starting AI. Don't put all your eggs into one basket. Don't, don't start working on something that you think is a great technology right now because there might, it might get replaced and you don't even know 
how it's going to get replaced. I mean, I was working with convolutional neural networks, which are how you um, recognize things in images. Now, a story about that is everybody said, you know, convolutional neural networks, that's what reads your MRIs, that's what tells you if there's a cat in the picture and that kind of thing. That was what, that was, what was the big thing before, um, before GPTs came out. Well, now everybody's talking about GPT vision and how GPT vision is actually going to um, replace convolutional neural networks. And, and, you know, that may be the case. That may be one of the surprises. I'm actually dubious of that because it's kind of overkill. Uh, part of one of the things that I'm going to be talking about in my bad section is how the cost of AI and the business models to AI don't really match up with what they're currently doing. So I'll, I'll just, that's going to be one of my teasers for the bad episode. Um, another teaser for the bad episode is things about regulation. I will tell you, though, as far as surprises go in 2024, I would be shocked if we get artificial general intelligence in 2024. I think what we're probably going to do, though, is we're going to get large language models are going to reach the point where they're so big and they're so powerful and they're starting to do things that you don't expect that people are going to look at large language models and they're going to think they're thinking and they are going to think they've got like self-awareness and that they're, they know stuff just because of the way they behave. But I don't think that's really going to be the case. I think one of the things when you get up to that trillion parameter mark that you see is that you st it starts becoming unpredictable in how it does things and how it, it works. I'll tell you, I've done, I've used ChatGPT4 for a couple of problem-solving things where I would tell you I'd swear it was thinking. You know, it apologized to me a couple times for giving me bad advice. I, it gave me some bad advice. I corrected it. And then it, at one point it said, wow, this is a more complicated problem than I thought. And then it gave me a couple of solutions to the problem, uh, two of which didn't work, but then the third one actually did work. So a lot of times when I'm going back and forth with ChatGPT, I almost feel like I'm talking to I'm talking to somebody. You know, I will ask it something, it will come back, I will tell it it's wrong, and then it will say, "Oh yeah, I am wrong. I'm doing something else." Now, another good prediction for 2024 is and this is really part of LLMs advancing, but I think a lot of the problems that people are currently having with LLMs as far as fact-checking and hallucinations and things like that, I expect those to kind of go away on their own as the, the, these are kind of uh, issues that are, they're growing pains. You know, we, uh, GPTs got dropped, on, got dropped on us really fast at the end of 2022. They may or may not have been ready for prime time. I know GPT 3.5, versus GPT-4 is it's an amazing difference between the two. So you may or you may not, as one of the surprises, just see um, something new that's going to pop up out of nowhere and it's going to be really exciting. But for the most part, my good predictions are, I think they're going to be a lot of fun. I think this industry is going to move in a direction that's going to be surprising to a lot of people. You know, and then in the next two episodes where I'm talking about the bad and the ugly, you know, with the good, you're always going to get the bad and you're always going to get the ugly. 
Um, the ugly is more of just kind of the scams and the grifters and the people who are saying they're artificial intelligence when they're really not. There's going to be a lot. I'm going to cover that. That might actually be two episodes because I've run into so much of that myself in, I'd say, the last six months. You know, when you get something that's brand new, like artificial intelligence, everybody's rushing to it. and They're trying to figure out how to make money with it. I will tell you that, I, you know, so I've been working with it since about 2018 and you know, we were just kind of doing our thing. We, we would write models, we would create things, and it was great. We worked, we worked on it ourselves, and we were the only ones who cared. And then 20, the end of 2022 came around in 2023, and now there's this rush to monetize it, for it to be cost-effective. It's no longer research and development. It's trying to build a business. So I expect 2024 to be a lot more of that. And my recommendation for 2024 to go along with my predictions is don't be too aggressive, but start working on it. Don't think you are going to have solutions in 2024 that are going to revolutionize your business. What you need to look at in 2024 is using AI to create a better work product, do things inside of your business better. Whether those are things that are external, where your, com your customers see things better and your customers are seeing better customer service, or whether the work product internally is more efficient and you can do more with less people, or you can grow your business without adding people, or the communications and the workflow inside of your business is better because of AI. You know, it, it's there and it's going to, you know, AI is here to stay. So you can either start to embrace it in 2024 and get that competitive edge, or you can wait till 2025 or 2026 and potentially have your competitors, um, you know, running, running you in circles because of the things that they're able to do. So this is my good predictions for 2024. Now, I did uh, hold off releasing the good, the bad, and the ugly till I had them all ready to get together. So they're all going to get released at the same time. So you can just finish off this podcast and go to my bad predictions of 2024. So I will see you next time. 